Hi everyone, this is Gareja, a linguistic by profession, a language enthusiast you can see. You're tuning into my podcast named Bahubhashik Talks. Bahubhashik Talks will invite language experts from all over the world. These experts will talk to us about languages, culture, literature and people. Hope you like it. Thank you so much. Hi everyone, today I have with me is Madhula Joshi. She is a German expert and she has an extensive experience of teaching in Max Muller Institute. It's an honor to have you, Madhula, here today. So can you please start by introducing yourself to our listeners? Thank you, Girija. Thank you for, for having me on your podcast. It's a pleasure being here. Um, so, uh, hi everybody. Um, Ish bin Murudula, <laughs> uh, as Girija has already told you that. Uh, so I've been uh, teaching German in Goethe Institute, Maxwell Bhavan, Pune for past 12 years. And uh, before that, I've worked with an IT company and um, also I've taught at Pune University and a couple of small institutes around Pune. Uh, yeah, so that has been my career with German. Uh, and I've also done master's in German literature and translation from Pune University. Uh, and after that, I started formally working. But even before that, you know, I gave tuitions and uh, taught in small institutes. Yeah, so that has been the career. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice, nice, nice. And how, where did you get that inspiration to learn? Uh, <clears throat> I always had a certain kind of uh, soft spot love for languages in my heart. Uh, when I started out with uh, Marathi learning in the school, uh, it was my favorite subject. And used to learn a lot of, Mar- uh, read a lot of Marathi books very fast with a good speed. Then, um, we got introduced with English and Sanskrit and Hindi. And uh, that also interested me a lot. I was interested in it a lot. And uh, then uh, there was this starting point, uh, which I owe to my family. Uh, so I have um, my aunt and uncle, they got married and my aunt uh, has this background. So uh, she, her name is Dipali Josh, Dipali Kanade, and uh, let's say Aunt Dipali or Dipali Kapur, as I fondly call her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a German translator, and it was totally new for me at that time, 1998. I was in the eighth standard uh, when I, you know, first uh, heard about her career and how she had learned the language, and languages anyway fascinated me. And uh, where my fellow students didn't even know that languages could be learned or careers could be built around it. Uh, I already, thanks to my aunt Dipali, I already knew certain prominent institutes like Max Muller Bhavan and Ranade Institute where we could learn German. So taking up a foreign language in my college was always uh, on my list. And then why go anywhere else than German when you have it in your family? Yeah. So that was the starting point. I definitely owe it to her why mm-hmm. I chose Jomin. Okay, okay. And I, you did also mention in your introduction about you uh, having MA in German literature and also you being very fond of reading Marathi. Similarities between the literature of or Marathi literature and German literature or if there are differences, what pronounced differences you as a learner have observed? Hmm. That's a very good question, quite deep also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could start with a difference that I've noticed uh, between 
uh, both these literature uh, um, details. Uh, the first word that comes to my mind is um, metaphors. Uh, metaphors come from our own lives and experiences. For example, uh, here when uh, you read a poem or a literary text and uh, the season of summer is mentioned, we associate, we Indians associate summer with scorching heat and thus metaphor for intensified problems. <laughs> Whereas in German, um, arrival of summer would be something you celebrate, you're happy about, that the solutions of the existing problems are uh, being offered to you. You know, that it starts right there. So uh, before studying the, the literature, their way of life, their mentality, um, one has to read about that and then try to understand their literature, I feel. Okay. So differences begin there. And similarities, I would say, um, human emotions. Mm -hmm. So we are humans everywhere. And what we like and dislike are kind of same uh, thing. Emotions, you know, love is right. expressed and yeah. how hate is expressed. Uh, mm -hmm. So the kind of expression is different, but basic human emotions about uh, which the literature is written uh, would be the same. Okay, yeah, I, I know now. Now I know why you find it very deep question after after you gave the answer. I could also understand the profound meaning behind that reaction. You know, talk about it the entire day. Limited here. Yeah. Oh yeah. We can mention that you know uh, how understanding people is also important to learn language and how their culture also plays a lot of importance when you uh, learn the language. So when culture, I think I find it very interesting and I. I'm very much uh, like to read about different cultures uh, of the countries while learning language. So when I was also learning uh, Chinese Mandarin, I make made sure that I am interacting to many people and I'm trying to understand the culture. Same I did with mm -hmm. Korean. And it has helped mm -hmm. me immensely, immensely in learning these two languages. And I observed that there are very much similarities as well as differences in cultures of India, China and Korea. So what hmm. such interesting observations you have uh, when we compare India and German culture? Yeah, uh, when we compare these two cultures, I feel they are way different. Uh, ours is typical uh, Eastern Asian culture and theirs is uh, a representation of Western culture. Um, uh, what uh, see uh, this one thing which is uh, which comes to my mind right now is uh, the the way of their communication and ours um, when we want to communicate for example at workplace about something we've not liked uh, we would sugarcoat it uh, first of all try to avoid it if it doesn't cause me too much loss or pain I would avoid saying it and go on with it uh, as an Indian. Uh, but uh, as a German, um, the directness in communication is definitely something uh, I would strive to learn. Uh, if they don't find something uh, up to the mark, they would come to you. And direct means, of course, they'll, they'll be polite. Um, but um, the message would be direct. Uh, 
and it would reach us, you know, something is going uh, not right and, you know, we need to change it. So that is the biggest difference I feel in both the cultures. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and of course, the mentality is different, how you approach life, um, what you, uh, you know, we are a, a group kind of social people and uh, there in Germany, the individualistic approach is given more importance for us, family comes first, group com comes first. Mm -hmm. uh, for them, the individual is the most important part of the right. right. And uh, now you have been to Germany, uh, Germany, and you know you do you lived with uh, lived there for a certain amount of time. So I'm sure you must be having some interesting facts to share about how how it has been to interact with Germans. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, so the very first time I had gone to Germany. A simplest, a simple most thing that comes to my mind is I was dialing a number uh, of my German friends' home, and uh, of course, landline times back in the in the day we didn't have mobiles, and uh, their ringtone was like a busy tone. Okay. So dialing every time and cutting it, dialing every oh busy cutting it, <laughs> and one time that friend of mine, uh, uh, she picked up the phone and she said why. Are you giving me missed calls? <laughs> and uh, then I realized, okay, that's not a busy tone. That's a, you know, ringtone. Uh, or, you know, once I was off in the supermarket buying certain things and um, I wanted to buy some mineral water. And uh, uh, I took a pack of six, came home. Uh, and then I saw it was... Um, sparkling water, sprudelwasser, as they call it, okay. <laughs> sparkling water. And then I realized, okay, the most of the shelves, which were full with, you know, uh, water, they were sparkling water. And below those shelves was, of course, some bottles with, you know, water that we uh, consume here, uh, like tap water, you know, um, no, no fuzzy water. So, yeah, such things happen uh, when you are exposed to a new country, new culture for the right. first time. Country, you know, uh, sometimes that's how you learn to embrace other things, you know, absolutely. first out of compulsion sometimes or, you know, uh, out of, uh, yeah, there's no option and then uh, you start liking it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and I think that also is a way to expand your brain maps that, you know, you, mm -hmm. you become very inclusive and you become very accepted towards everything around you is what, what yeah. I believe, is what I believe. Yeah, what, right. So what mine is, is not just not, what is mine is not normal. There are other <laughs> people's things, ways yeah. of life, also normal. Exactly. Uh, in <laughs> commas, yeah. Exactly. There is nothing called as usual or normal. Things out mm -hmm. there are quite could be quite different and could be normal for them. It it, exactly. it goes like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, so as you as I told you that you know I couldn't read what was written because the words in uh, English and Chinese are not common at all. So is the same case mm -hmm. with uh, German also, and you find some commonalities between these two languages. Uh, thankfully, it is not. Uh, <laughs> German uh, has uh, the same script as uh, English. Yeah. Of course, there are certain letters which are different, uh, but that doesn't make a difference, uh, much of a difference. Uh, then there, you also have uh, internationally common uh, names for certain things, which would be pronounced differently in German, or you know, in English it's C, and German would be K. 
but you basically end up understanding everything even if uh, uh, communication is a problem at the basic uh-huh. level understanding would not be a problem yeah, yeah. yeah. so like das is this so you if you know yeah. the context you can just get some gist out of what they must exactly. be talking about yeah. you know that has started with german ich bin mrudula my name <laughs> yeah. is mrudula you know it you know nama and naam and yeah. so if i say with your chichi you won't understand what i am talking probably exactly. you know uh, yeah yeah this is interesting i think all the european languages do have do share some commonalities with english Uh, similarly yeah. all the asian languages share some similarities with sanskrit and india mm. any other mm. indian language you pick yeah so i have heard mm. so so my teacher she is malayali so she says that there are a lot of commonalities in terms of grammar if you compare to chinese and there are certain mm-hmm. common traditions also in malayali culture and uh, chinese culture which is strange oh, okay. but interesting okay yeah. i think that's an advantage of both of them being asian languages and asian culture absolutely culture. absolutely yes yes mm-hmm. so so it's 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 that way it is easy so you will find mm-hmm. a, a chinese mandarin or korean grammar very easy to learn and understand because you know many asian languages being india mm-hmm. we know mm-hmm. at least two from birth you know our mother mm-hmm. tongue and hindi yeah yeah and that's why that's where also culture comes in for example uh, you know body shaming is not a very big thing in india uh we um knowingly or unknowingly uh pass comments like oh my god look at her weight or she is reduced or uh, you know even directly face to face uh what are you doing so reduced oh a couple of kilos more this time huh? yeah. i mean i think this is more like a compliment, compliment. yeah i mean they they could be observed as a part of social interaction but in germany uh it is a big time body shaming which also in india nowadays it is uh, getting uh, you know spread as body shaming and of course uh, it hurts people um i don't want to comment about it but uh, this is definitely one big difference which i observed for example i go to a marriage uh, a, a wedding sorry a wedding and then i would just say uh, you know uh, she's looking not i but a person would definitely say oh she's looking gorgeous but little fat this time no and that would definitely not a uh, uh, something you would say uh, with germans around you um because that would be a big time comment under body shaming oh, okay. yeah okay it is also becoming a thing in india and i'm actually personally glad about it <laughs> but here uh, i just want to underline the difference between right between uh, how things are perceived in two countries mm. yeah mm. yeah that's interesting and now since you are a teacher i think who as but you can give a message to people who would like to learn the german language <laughs> yeah definitely uh, so learn german uh, it's definitely uh, a good asset in your career uh, because germany has a good economy uh, for all the practical reasons you should um, there's also a free university education in germany uh, and the education is recognized all over the world you know not that your degree in india would not be valid in the us uh, it won't be a thing uh, for a german degree it would be uh, recognized all over the world and also uh, learn from a teacher who has uh, exposure to that culture that country knows what she or he is teaching because 
when you learn a language any any language it is not just the language and letters and sentences and grammar you're learning it is an integral part of their culture people express themselves through through language yeah. so the culture the mentality that teacher should be in a position to teach about these uh, small and big things as well right. apart from uh, all the formal language very important yeah. very important yeah. and can you please teach some something in germany to our uh, audience you can pick up the song or some uh, nursery rhyme also just something really catchy which they will remember and will they will keep you know dancing on the rhythm of that <laughs> uh, so one question that you would need a lot when you start learning german we heißt das auf deutsch uh, for example uh, you know it's a chair in english but how what do you call it in german so a nice uh, beginner song in german is we heißt das auf deutsch das heißt salat we heißt das auf deutsch das heißt spinat you know nice. so come learn and learn this song as well <laughs> Nice. Thank you so much. Um, I I I myself was dancing in that rhythm, so everyone is going to do that. I am sure. And thanks a lot for taking out time and be here today. I am very 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 happy to host you today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Girija. It was a pleasure pleasure being on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for the love you have been showering on my podcast. I am grateful to each one of you. You can follow me on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Tunes as Nohabashik Talks, so that whenever I upload an episode, you will instantly get a notification. And stay tuned for more interesting stories. Thank you. Bye bye.